0: Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Taking a look at this week's deal tracker for mergers and acquisitions, investments, and all of that from Viridian Capital Advisors shows that there's five fewer transactions, but a $0.4 million higher volume this week than the prior week. And compared to last year, um, the equal number of transactions closed with $164 in higher volume. Average deal size, around 48.2 million. Three equity issues were raised for a total proceeds of 43 million, which was led mostly by Philo. They had a series C round for 32.1 million. The only debt issue closed uh, last week uh, for 150 million. Uh, The issue was by AYR, uh, kind of interesting because it was the first yield to call original issue. Uh, in cannabis. Radiant Capital Advisors, they expect that capital raisers are going to continue to tilt towards debt issuance. And they recommend that companies with a positive cash flow to take advantage of those solid liquidity and attractive terms offered in the debt market. And uh, definitely urge companies that are willing to trade off slightly higher coupons for better repayment terms. And the total capital raised year to date in 2021 is $11.3 billion, approximately $1.5 billion lower than it was in 2018. That was the previous peak, but U.S. capital raises are far more robust. U.S. equity raises, they're up 109%. U.S. debt raises, they're up 7,735% compared to 2018. Uh, no one back then wanted debt. No one thought that uh, you know some of these companies would be around, so they wanted an equity position um, for, for higher returns, even though property, plant, and equipment in uh, the real world is more advantageous. That's going to be a more risk averse. So you want to hold on to everything. So interesting um, that even more companies are even aware of that. It uh, just kind of surprises me It's obvious for some MSOs, publicly traded companies, but a lot of these others in the U S they're so bogged down with their state and regulatory compliance that they don't really know some of these financial options. So find it kind of interesting, um, But when you look at Canada raises, they're off a little bit. Those equity raises are down 75%. Debt raises are down 15%. I think because you're seeing all these other debt raises at 7,735% in the US because of the speculation. Looking at capital raises, breaking that down by sector, you can see that capital raises came in from a diverse list. So agriculture and technology, they had one equity, cultivation and retail, they had one debt raise software and media, they had two equity raises. So kind of all over the place. We saw some cannabis stocks that were up 14% last week uh, on the related news of the Republican-led bill. They've uh, retraced another five and a half plus percent. Uh, Year-to-date cannabis stocks are down 12%. S&P is up 24%. So even our own cannabis portfolio at the C3 fund, we've hedged that with, you know, other ESG and SRI companies because cannabis stocks are just so bad. It'll just sit there all in cash, you know, for, for quarters upon quarters. It used to be just an entire month it'd sit there in cash. and are like, well, what's the deal? And so finally, we just kind of uh, added some more equities to that portfolio because cannabis stocks are momos. They're momentums. They move with the news, and that's about it. So, um, trying to diversify uh, make that portfolio a little bit more interesting year round. Um, last week, there was, um, also a big week for third quarter earnings release had little impact on the stocks though, because nothing other than, you know, federal legalization seems to move that, but looking at results for some top MSOs, um, looking at mostly negative EBITDA. So there wasn't a whole lot of gain after the announcement, probably because of all of the, um, Uh, The misses, there's an EBITDA miss, huge percentage, like 45% uh, missed on that. And then revenue, you know, 15% missed on revenue. Um, So a little bit hyperbolic on the earnings expectations. And so, yeah, nothing really happens after those gains. People don't really want to sell off, I guess, um, and and take their loss. They're just holding on. Looking at some of the big gainers and and losers for mid-November, um, just on the week, Sundial had a, a 43% weekly increase and year to date, 35%. So they came into the year at, uh, in, in the red. Um, Jushi, same thing. Wow, they were up 43%. And they're still down negative 38%. Um, Candisortium, they're still down. there, in negative territory as well. So we mentioned that the largest equity raise on November 8th was Philo, private cannabis compliance platform announcing $32 million Series C, proceeds to build the company's talent base and make accretive acquisitions, basically a blank check company or a SPAC, same thing. Uh, Eminence Capital led the round with Longview Capital uh, and some other firms. Software and media sector raised um, $1.1 billion year to date. More than four times the previous year's totals and this sector is the target of a rapidly increasing number of MA and a transactions. Um, for obvious reasons, media, you have a lot of exposure. If there's um, uh, influencers or, or reach, people are looking for that kind, of, um, that kind of exposure. And then software, obviously, if you have software as a service, that's great because you might have a lot of good data. If there's an app or things like that, then you're going to have uh, as an example, you're going to have a lot of information based on your clients. That way, um, some are tied into retail shops, uh, regardless the data, the exposure, the accessibility to um, all of these individual um, potential customers is why they're throwing at least $1.1 billion year-to-date at media and software. Um, Public company listings, six of the nine companies that raised capital were public, five in Canada, uh, six were in the US. With equity versus debt raises, uh, seeing equity accounting for five of the nine raises in just 30% of the capital. So um, more money is coming from the debt side, but more transactions on the equity side. I find that interesting that um, people are getting more on the equity. Maybe that's just... Um, a pivot point for investors. Maybe the the FOMO investors are coming in grabbing some of these um, non accretive equity deals, whereas the more savvy investors are looking at some of the debt rounds. Uh, I'm not really sure. But as we mentioned, the only debt transaction 150 million was AYR issued. Um, believing that the kind of optimism of federal legalization could have an effect on the cannabis equity issuance. So some companies don't want to raise equity if they think there's a chance for legalization. So they're going to throw the debt out there and they think that there's debt issuance is going to be strong for a couple of reasons that uh, one, the top US MSOs are firmly EB-depositive and continue to be underlevered. Uh, they've got large publicly traded, well-funded debt investors that are in a race to build a high coupon book before the radical tightening of spreads likely to follow legalization. but we'll get in now while... Um, you know, you've got investors that don't want to get into the game because of uh, sin clauses or that um, that sin stock, uh, the shunned stock hypothesis, uh, where people just don't want it until it's so sexy they can't resist it. We mentioned the debt round, 150 million for AYR uh, yield to maturity. The reason why that looks so good is because the debt is incredibly cheap. So yield to maturity, 9.8 percent um, seems high relative to the company company's credit quality. Um, But like if you look at it though, their fourth best credit, but 9.8% yield to maturity is the highest of any company on the chart. Um, So it's showing that YIR should have received a rate below nine, particularly given the downward drift in debt costs. But for whatever reason, they took it, it's still better than it used to be. um, And probably kind of took the first deal that they were offered. But if we ask why did they open their existing indenture rather than selling a new lower coupon issue, you can see the 12.5% senior secure note is callable at 106% beginning in December of 2022 and par uh, beginning in 2023. What, what does this mean? AYR basically avoids incremental debt issuance costs that would, be, that would come from selling a new issue which basically boils down to cannabis investors should become focused on um, those types of calculations given the likelihood that some form of legalization is going to happen. Looking at mergers and acquisitions, there's five closed m transactions compared to none in the prior year period. Um, looking at uh, the fact that public companies were the buyers in 85% of those transactions. So there's 19 US targeted m and transactions with 8.5 billion in total consideration. So both transactions and the consideration exceeds the values reported in each of the last two full years. So we're starting to see this driver of acceleration in the US with mergers and acquisitions continuing that valuation gap discussed um, over and over again. Cultivation and retail companies have large market caps. Some are trading at over a billion dollar market cap uh, with very good uh, multiple EBITDA multiples. So in contrast, there's some companies with less than a billion that are trading at uh, half that market cap. So there's an arbitrage opportunity for almost every single MSO to make an acquisition, have that become in, in immediately accretive on an EBITDA per share basis. So stocks of all of these MSOs are down, but their targets are down even more. So those acquisitions uh, still look good. So I kind of said as soon as, I'm mean, two, three years ago, I said on the podcast, as soon as there's a market correction watch for a massive amount of consolidation and then capitulations, people just give up for that very reason. One of the more interesting M&A deals, that was Verano Holdings, fourth largest MSO by market cap, bought Willow Brook Wellness, an owner of a dispensary in Connecticut, $131 million in total consideration. Of the five acquisitions that were made, uh, all of them were public company, or four of the five acquisitions were by public companies. Um, in terms of MA by sector, most of the acquirers were cultivation and retail, and then most of the target companies were also cultivation and retail. So cultivation retail sector companies were the targets of about 60% of all Canada's MA transactions in the second half of 2021, representing a historic high mostly because people didn't want to touch the, the plant, the flower before that. Now they know that federal legalization is imminent and they're going to give carte blanche to anybody who has an existing license. So vertical integration is a way to go, even though the plant is getting commoditized and it's a race to the bottom in terms of, of price pressure, they know that that's, uh, imperative for the time being in order to have that, that, um, tool in their toolbox. It's just seed to sale. They want to control the entire fast, the entire supply chain in order to um, have control and not only pricing, but um, uh, when they know when it's gonna be harvested and sold um, as well as control of, of quality, all of those factors. The US looks hotter and hotter as Canada kind of starts to fizzle out with their excessive valuations. Um, And knowing that um, there was a lot of bloat, you can't write off billions of dollars and expect investors to kind of keep coming at you. So uh, I would think that as uh, Germany just announced that they're going to legalize, um, they're going to be the third country in the world to do that. It's going to be a domino effect after that, uh, creating a lot of FOMO. So I anticipate there would be a lot more mergers, a lot more excitement, a lot more acquisitions, a lot more investment, uh, a lot more podcasts. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got.